What is up, everybody? Welcome back to But How. I am your host. My name is Aaliyah, and I am just your average person trying to finagle my way through life just like the rest of you. I don't know why I just said finagle. I'm trying to navigate my way through life just like everybody else is and I am just a real person sharing my real life experiences in hopes that if one of you are listening and you take something away from this podcast episode then I am doing my job correctly and I am serving my purpose here. My goal is to show you guys how you can go from having the mentality of can't to asking yourself how and really rewiring your brain to think differently for yourself and also let's just address two elephants in the room before I go any further into this podcast episode. My dog is running around like a crazy person on the hardwood floor. I am sitting in my living room on the couch recording this episode. It was the only place in the house that had enough cushioning so that the sound wouldn't echo as much as I'm talking and the reason I'm sitting on the couch and not on my desk is because when I try to sit on my desk, my fucking spine hurts because my whole body is achy and if you can hear my voice, I am sick. So I got tested for COVID this morning and that was actually the very first time that I had ever gotten tested. I really, really hate going to the doctor, but I've been very cautious this whole time. I wear my mask as much as possible and try not to go into large groups of people. I don't know. We'll see what the results come back as. Today, on this day that I am recording this episode, it is December 29th, but you guys are going to be hearing this on New Year's Day. But what I want to mention is, and I know this is going to be in the past when you listen to it, December 29th is the last full moon of the year. And I feel some type of way. I'm not going to lie. I'm really feeling this energy of this last full moon. This moon is known as the Dark Nights Moon because it falls on one of the longest days of the year. So just wanted to throw that out there real quick for any of you who maybe listening to this in the future can reference back to the 29th of December, which is Tuesday, and try to remember how you felt in that day. Because for me personally, I'm really feeling like a lot of truth is coming through for me and I'm feeling very motivated to like restructure my goals. So in last week's episode, I briefly touched on the fact that I think New Year's is a scam, which I totally do and I stand behind that. But I kind of said it in more of a joking way and I just want to elaborate on the message that I was trying to get across there and that is that you don't need a specific day of the year to want to do better and put one foot in front of the other and walk towards your goals or jump or whatever your style of reaching your goals is. It's different for everybody. So that's just us dipping our toes into the water on what today's conversation is going to be about. I'm going to be talking about finding and creating the best version of yourself and being original, as well as some tips that have helped me to sustain and maintain and reach my goals. So right now would be about the point in the episode where I would start a breathing exercise and I literally just incorporated this into my podcast last week, but unfortunately I'm not going to be able to walk you guys through a breathing exercise being as that I can barely breathe through my nose. 
So instead, I'm going to share a card that I pulled for a reading of an intention that I set before I sat down and recorded this episode. So if you guys have a big question mark over your head and you're wondering what the fuck I'm talking about with the card readings, I do oracle card readings. I do them for people and I also do them for myself. I actually kind of stopped doing it for a little bit and now it's something that I'm getting back into because it really does help me to just kind of keep my life in check. It's like a way that my spirit guides will talk to me, if you will. But also if you're not a spiritual person and you do believe in a different religious belief that's okay too they're nothing more than just positive little messages that could just nudge you in the right way so I did pull a card for this episode and I wanted to share it with you guys this is also going to be the intention that I want you to set throughout this episode no matter what I talk about I don't want you to compare me to the place that you're in or you to the place that I'm in I don't want any comparison and I think that this card was meant to be pulling because because there is definitely a direct correlation between social media usage and reaching our goals because Americans think that they have a lot less free time than we actually do because we actually have so much free time. But if you look at how much time you're spending on your phone or even just on a specific app in general, it will probably disgust you. If you're listening to this right now and you are scrolling on social media at the same time, I challenge you to delete your social media for 24 hours. Or if you just want to do it just because, just do it. Yeah, let's all do it together. I am actually on a social media break right now myself, but that's beside the point. So let me get into this card that I pulled. I'm going to give you guys a little definition and tell you how you can apply it into your life, even though I kind of already just did. So the card that I pulled is Santosha. And this is a yogic term and it means contentment or satisfactions. So how you achieve Santosha is by doing yoga and meditating and trying to really align yourself. It's almost like a destination. It's like a destination to be happy, essentially, if you think about it. So after I pull my card, I go to this little book and in the book it has exactly what the meaning is because all of these terms are in Sanskrit, which I don't read. I'm definitely getting better at it and it's something I'm trying to learn. But anyways, I'm just going to read you the passage from the book that is in alignment with the card that I pulled reverse side. So the passage reads, social media can take you off your path towards Santosha through its kryptonite comparison. We compare ourselves to the past of others and we lose our freedom. We judge our self-worth on whether or not we are embodying someone else's dharma, which was never meant for us. You were born with the exact gifts, desires, and abilities you were meant to share with the world. Your curiosities are the seeds planted inside of you that will take you toward your highest self. It's time to adapt a mindset of contentment with who you are so you can create what it is you and only you were meant to create I think that is so fucking powerful and it is pretty much exactly spot on with what I'm going to be talking about in this week's episode so I thought it was pretty cool that I pulled that card for you guys to read I think that even if you have listened only up until this point in the episode that you were meant to hear that and you needed to hear that so Go ahead and stop comparing yourself to others. You have all of the gifts inside of you 
to live to your highest fulfillment. Okay, so that's the card reading I have for you guys today in lieu of the breath work. Let me know what you guys think about the card reading or if you prefer the breath work because I think both are really cool to like set intentions for the episode. If you guys listen to Sex with Emily, she always sets intentions before episodes and that was not my intention to copy her, but I think it's really cool because it really helps me go into every episode looking for the answers to whatever topic it is that she is discussing for the day and I kind of I like that idea I vibe with it so maybe I'll roll with that as well and we can do a little breath work or card reading prior to every episode I just want to say before I get started a quick thank you if you are here right now listening to this episode I love you and I really hope that you can take something away from today and please don't forget to go into this episode and every episode with an open mind and just hear my thoughts let's chill out let's have this conversation and let's explore how we can find ourselves and create ourselves. So first I want to talk about finding yourself and this is essential for growth. If you do not find yourself, you are not going to be able to create the life that you want for yourself. You have to figure out what it is inside of you that fuels you, what it is that makes you want to get up in the morning and try harder and do your best, and what types of relationships do you want to have? What's your love language? What's your partner's love language? What? How often are you communicating with your friends? How often are you saying thank you? It's finding the answers to all of those questions, and some of those answers may not come as easily as you want them to and it doesn't just come as easy as writing them down on a piece of paper and writing the first thing that comes to your mind that's not always the way that you figure out what it is that you want it's doing some shadow work and pulling back the layers of why you think the way that you do and why you might feel a little resistant towards things that we were told are good or bad to do like for me dropping out of college was something that i knew had to happen but it was so hard for me to come to terms with and that was really a pivotal moment in my journey here of self-development is just like realizing I don't have to do what society tells me to do and go to college when I don't even like college. I don't like being here. I don't like school. And it's not that I did bad in school at all. I actually made the dean's list all last three semesters of my AA degree. And that's the point where I kind of proved to myself that I could continue on if I wanted to, but deciding to drop out and just make that jump was like the scariest thing in the entire world because everybody was telling me not to. They're like, you already made it to this point, just keep going. But I didn't know what I was going towards and it didn't make sense to me. And so I just decided to drop out and try to figure it out. And I can always go back if I want to, but right now that just feels like (laughs) I'm using my hands and like push that idea away because I don't even like the sound of going back to college but who knows who knows what will happen never say never so that right there is an example of just finding a value that you hold for yourself and maybe college isn't one of them but you've just been conditioned your whole life to think that a college degree is super important and that you have to go just on that one path in life when in reality you can change whatever you want every single day of the week if you wanted to if you really wanted to you totally could now i'm not saying you should but i feel like since i've dropped out of college i've been able to explore more career options and i've done a lot since i decided to quit school and it's been a lot of fun honestly like for me I just don't resonate with that. I don't resonate with the fact that we're supposed to pick what we want to be for the rest of our lives 
at 18 years old. Some people weren't even 18 when they graduated high school. 17. I had a roommate that was 17 years old when she lived with us and she turned 18 in like September. That's fucking crazy. At that point in our lives, since that moment in time, like moving into my freshman dorm, I have grown so much as a person and I can't imagine if I was still sitting at MSU Mankato and trying to go for dental hygiene when I do not want to fucking scrape the mouths of people for my entire life. Like I didn't even take that into consideration as I was going for it just because I was conditioned to think that college was the correct path for me when in reality it's just not for everybody. Okay, I do have to say something real quick before I continue on. I just want to say that if you're a kid right now that's listening to this or a parent of somebody whose kid listens to this, I just want to say that this is not a kid-friendly podcast. I'm going to be talking about all different types of stuff and I just want to make that very clear. I could say PG-13 because I think I've been exposed to way worse when I was like 13 years old than that. So I think we're okay with PG-13 here. So I know as of late, like I would say these days it's a lot more common for women to be comfortable with their sexuality and for men to be comfortable with their sexuality, but I think there's still a little bit of a barrier that we need to break through in order for that to happen, and I think that's the conversation about sex and just liberating it. And also, if you have kids, just filling them in on details that they're wondering about. If your child is coming to you with questions about sex, that's incredible. Like, they want to know and they want to learn from you, and you have to be honest with them, and I think for a lot of women especially, you go into it with this like expectation that it's going to be like the movies. And let me tell you, it's not your very first time. It will not be like that. But we come into it with these expectations because that's what we know. Because watching romantic films was okay, but watching porn was disgusting. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a girl and you talk about watching porn or masturbating, like you just don't talk about that. That's an area of discussion that is just like a big no for most women but men can talk about it all the time but I've definitely realized that more women are uncomfortable talking about sex than men are unless you're like really close best friends with somebody just like your average pal is not going to want to talk about sex with you you know it's just not something it's like a comfort level you have to get to with people but I feel like we all should be on the same comfort level about it we should be able to talk about it as much as we talk about the weather or whatever it should just be a free conversation to have without judgment. So how all this sex talk ties into finding yourself and creating yourself, I think it's really important to acknowledge the fact that sex plays a really large role in a lot of people's lives. If you can be comfortable with that about yourself, if you're single or if you're in a relationship, if you and your partner are able to openly talk about sex and communicate about your needs and your wants, it makes every aspect of your relationship better. I'm, I stand behind that 100%, 1000%. I just think that sexuality is a very large role in the person that you are. And if you've lost touch with that or if you've lost sense of what that feels like, then I think the reason you're listening to this episode, if you may be a little bit triggered by me talking about it and me being open about it, I think that you're still listening to this right now because you know that there is some truth in what I had to say and that you need to be more comfortable with your sexuality and talking about sex with your partner I think that the creating part is always a work in process and so is the finding, but 
more so the creation. It's just a never ending process. Like you can get to a point where you find what works for you and then you create systems and then you keep revamping those systems to keep you interested in that thing. Like exercising, for example, you find that you love taking care of your body, but you're always creating new ways to move your body and new ways to exercise. So what comes to my mind when I think about creating yourself is I think about creating a style for one and I also think about creating a value system for yourself that you carry with you throughout your life and knowing that that is ever-changing and you can add or remove something at any point in time if you choose to but generally people will associate your style with the type of person that you are because your style is an expression of you and I've noticed that as I grow older and as I am evolving and finding myself more and more every day my style is changing a lot and I don't even really notice that I'm doing it at times and I think that it's pretty relatable to say that your style is like always changing I think a lot of us go through that phase but I will kind of just subconsciously do it like I'll just start to donate clothes that I no longer need and then I just start thrifting for new clothes and all of a sudden I've gone thrifting like five days in a row and right now at this point in my life I am definitely going through one of those phases where I am getting rid of a ton of stuff so if you want to find me on Poshmark I will put my link in the description so go check me out on there anyways that to me is like a sign that I'm going through a growth spurt so when I realize that I need to change my style of music change my style of clothing change the way I eat I know that that is me going through a a growth spurt. I'm creating a new version of myself. That's where the creation side comes in. It's ever changing. You are always going to be creating new versions of yourself. And I look back to myself even a year ago or even two years ago, and it's crazy how far I've come. It's crazy how far anybody can go in a year, but you don't necessarily need to measure your time span within a year. Maybe it's even in a month or two months or three months or five years. It doesn't matter. We are all constantly evolving and creating new versions of ourselves. So as you're on this journey of finding and creating yourself, I want to tell you guys that it's not going to be easy and you're going to get feedback from people that is negative and people are going to say bad things about you. And I have honestly heard it all. Like when I first started this journey of self-growth and self-discovery, I was told by so many people to my face and behind my back that I'm selfish and that they don't have any respect for me anymore. And honestly, I'm okay with that. Like if I'm on my journey doing my thing, living to my highest involvement, my dharma, it doesn't matter what you think about me. I am not reliant on how you feel about me to push myself to the next level. However, I used to be. I definitely used to be. Everybody's opinions affected me so much. But at the end of the day, it just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. If you are happy with yourself and the person that you are, then it doesn't fucking matter what anybody else thinks about you, okay? It's going to be an obstacle that you are going to face as you're on a journey to finding the best version of yourself. And I'm just here to be honest and tell you that it's going to happen. Somebody is going to give you negative feedback. That's going to make you question all of your progress. It's going to make you question if you're on the right path. And you 
you just have to stay true to yourself and the values that you hold for yourself and yourself only. And that is the beauty of finding and creating yourself. So incorporating this into New Year's, since it is New Year's Day on the day that I am uploading this episode, and I want you to know that if you are listening to this, even if it's like July when you're listening to this, just realize that you don't need a marker in the year to tell you that it's time to start your goals and that when you're ready, the time will come to you and you will feel that it is right in your soul. New Year's is like a representation of letting go of the old and bringing in the new. And I think just in general, the last year has been like that. We have just embraced change. I think most of us have anyways. And just accepting the fact that you can't control any outcome, especially like business owners have definitely struggled with this over this year, but it's just made the people who are meant to be business owners a lot stronger. And we just respect them a lot more now because of it. And a quick little side note on this conversation, if you're not doing your part in supporting your small businesses, I highly encourage you to go out right now and buy a coffee from a local coffee shop or go to the local boutique and purchase something because when you purchase something from a local store, you're paying for that parent to give their kid dance lessons or to pay for their clothes to go back to school. So I just want a side note here. If you're not out supporting your local businesses, I really highly encourage you to do so. Local businesses make this planet go round and when you're supporting a local business, you are supporting that person's family and that community as a whole. So if you live in a community you care about especially or even if you don't, just go out and buy a coffee from a local coffee shop or go to a boutique and buy a little bracelet or a necklace for yourself. Anyways, yes. Okay, so support your local businesses please and thank you. But I want to go back to the topic of goal setting. So I think where it starts, like I said before, is what I talked about at the beginning of the episode is finding and creating yourself because you have to figure out what it is that you want before you can set goals for yourself and figure out what it is that you want to achieve. Maybe one of your goals this year, and I feel like maybe I'm going to call somebody out on this, but maybe your goal this year is to get more fit and to be able to have a bigger butt or to get abs or something like that. But you have to really think about why it is that you might want those goals. And I know for me personally, it definitely the booty thing was a huge thing for me. I made it a New Year's goal one year to grow my glutes. And I mean, my ass was as flat as a board in high school. And now I feel like I do have a little bit of a butt. So I definitely achieved that. But I wanted it because I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it, not because I wanted to look good for anybody else. And that's where the difference is between if you're going to reach the goal or not. You have to know why you're working for it. If you say that you want to grow your glutes over 2020 and you have no idea why and you're doing it for somebody else or for the appearance of your Instagram or your Visco or whatever, that itself is not motivating enough to sustain that for more than a couple of months. Like, yes, I do think that you will be able to attain that for a certain period of time, but after a while, you begin to lose interest because that why factor is not there. It's not really motivating you to want to do it because you don't want to actually do it for yourself. So like I said, step one, find and create an original and beautiful, amazing version of you. And then from there, you can set your goals. So I wanted to share with you guys a couple of my New Year's goals because I actually kind of set New Year's goals a little bit different than other people. And like I said, I just don't believe in New Year's. However, I do believe in goal setting. And I found for myself that I actually will start my New Year's goals in like October sometimes. Like I definitely 
definitely do once a year kind of check in with myself, but I also do this monthly as well as daily where I just kind of check in with myself and see how I'm feeling. So so yes, these are technically my New Year's goals, but I started a lot of these in October, November, or December, and I just want to share a couple of them with you guys. And then I'm also going to go back to previous years of some different goals that I've set for myself and how it has changed my life. So I have my journal in front of me with my goals on them and I have three categories for my goals and that is personal, business, and relationships. So I'm going to share maybe one or two out of each but they all are actually like a page long and within each goal I go into a dialogue basically of like what the result is going to be because of that and how I can benefit from that and steps I can take as well as like a reminder to myself of why I set that goal because because as you progress on with trying to achieve whatever it is that you're setting out to do you're probably going to face a mental roadblock where you're asking yourself why you're even doing what you're doing and that comes back to needing a reason why why you chose to go on that path instead of a different path and every time that we set a goal for ourselves it's something inside of us that we want to improve on and that's where the oracle card reading comes into place is that is that a lot of us will compare ourselves to somebody else so if you look at somebody on instagram that looks and i say quote unquote looks better than you and you envy them and you start to compare yourself to them it's just going to set you back in your goals and you are not going to want to push forward because you think I'm never going to have as flat of a stomach or as big of a butt as her. Or if you're a guy, you might be like, I'm never going to be able to drive as nice of a vehicle as he does or dress as nice as he does or whatever you're comparing yourself to. It's just going to keep pulling you back and back and back. I have said this before. I think you definitely should take advice from people that you aspire to be like. However, you cannot compare yourself to the place that they're in versus the place that you are in because you are there for a reason and they're there for a reason and you guys cross paths for a reason. However, I don't think that it is very healthy to just sit and compare yourself to the fact that they have a nicer house than you or they're able to travel more than you or whatever. Instead, use that to inspire you. And so if you choose not to go offline, like I challenged you guys in the beginning of this episode, choose to follow people that make you feel motivated to be better. Don't follow people that you're comparing yourself to in a negative way and putting yourself down because you feel like lesser of a person than that person, then you shouldn't follow them. It's just the number one healthy way that you can be on a better path for yourself is let go of those toxic things. If you follow somebody just to be nosy about their life, that is not serving you. We should all only be following people that make us feel good and rises up and bring out the best in us. Like you don't have to be following your enemies that's not a thing anymore you guys just like let go of that grudge that you have let go of that hatred I just think that there's a lot of power in only following people that make you feel good inside you know people that share positive messages or people that make you appreciate life a lot more those are the types of people that consume your page and obviously you guys probably know by now the algorithm that Instagram shows you what you look at on TikTok and Facebook and all of the above 
It is pulling things that it knows specifically tailored to you and your likes and your needs. So if you're looking up a lot of fitness videos on YouTube, you're going to see a lot of fitness videos on your Instagram and on your TikTok, and you're going to see more advertisements for that kind of stuff. So if you are following really positive pages and positive feed, and, and you're following very happy and amazing people, then the advertisements and the videos that you see on YouTube and TikTok, all of that, it's going to be more positive and it's going to reflect on the way that you are because I've said it before and I'll say it again, you are a reflection of everything that you consume. So just by you consuming this podcast, you're consuming more information and it's going to reflect on the way that you move forward in your day. Even something very little that I said in this podcast is going to reflect on how you act for the rest of your day. And that is why I'm here making this podcast is to be that person that positively influences the way that you think or the way you go about your day. So with that, let me get into a couple of my business goals this year. So business is kind of everywhere for me right now and also nowhere at the same time. I have a lot of ideas and this year is going to be the year that I implement them and in that I try new business strategies and I can feel this inside of me and I also know this just based on my horoscope and based on this year specifically for my birth chart. I know that this is the year of action for me because I spent a lot of 2020 just like doing shadow work and doing behind the scenes things to take action on my future and this is the year that I know I'm going to do it. So here are a couple of my business goals for specifically for this podcast. I have other ones based on different topics, but I'm not going to get into that. So my number one business goal is to just stay consistent with this podcast. And I have recently just made a recording and uploading schedule. I have started to type up questions for future guests that I'm having already in advance. And I really just want to stay on track with this podcast. And like I said, I don't really start my New Year's goals on New Year's, but I started this goal as soon as I decided that I wanted to make a podcast, which was probably around end of summertime. And I just kind of set goals for myself as to when I need to figure out how to do X, Y, and Z by. I set a goal for myself for when my artwork needs to be done. I set a goal for myself on coming up with the title and narrowing it down. Like all that stuff happened behind the scenes and I set time limits to when I needed to have that figured out by. And that was the first step of getting here to this podcast, which I first uploaded on December 11th. And now we're already on freaking Apple Podcasts, you guys. I am so fucking stoked. I'm so waiting to hear back from Spotify and iHeartRadio. But I think as far as other podcast platforms go, I'm pretty sure that I'm on it. So if you want to check out my website, buthowwithalia.com, I, I think you can see on the bottom there where my podcast is available. So thank you guys so much for your support. And honestly, it's the reason why I'm motivated to even write business goals about this podcast. It's because of people that reach out to me and say that I'm making a difference in their life based on the things that I'm sharing with other people. I think that that is just so amazing. And I, and I can't believe I even made it to a point where people can tell me that I have made an impact on their life just based on listening to my podcast. So thank you guys real quick in the middle of this podcast just for listening and being you and being here and giving me your feedback. And yeah, you guys are the reason why I set the number one goal is to be consistent because I know consistency is what grows an audience. Consistency is the thing that makes people come back to you because you are consistent with your word and consistent with your uploads and all of the above. So 
So my next business goal is that five people within since the time that I uploaded the podcast on December 11th to next December 11th, this is your first time listening, the beautiful artwork that is my cover picture for this podcast was done by my amazing friend Becca Ambrose, and I am going to leave her contact information in the description from this point moving forward. Because one of my business goals this year is to get five people to reach out to Becca for some sort of artwork, whether it's a tattoo or a mural or a picture for your Instagram or whatever social media platform that you have. I would love for five people to jumpstart Becca's art career with me. I really fully stand behind this girl. I think she has amazing talent and I love her vision. Becca and I just connect on a really deep level and I'm super, super thankful for her friendship. So that is why it was important to me to incorporate that into my goals this year because when I succeed, my friends succeed. And when my friends succeed, then I succeed. And I am so happy to say that she already has one person who reached out to her just because of the artwork on this podcast. So I think five is a good number to reach. And then after I hit five, then it's going to be like 20. And then after that, it's going to be 100. And pretty soon, Becca's going to be a well-known artist all across the state of Minnesota. And then it's going to be the United States. But yeah, like I said, you just got to have friends that you want by your side as you succeed. And as you both grow, you just want to help bring each other up. I'm going to give one example in the relationship category just because I, because I definitely like to keep my relationship more on the private side. I just don't really feel the need to have my relationship be like public knowledge to everybody. I mean, there definitely was a point in my life where I would blast my relationship all over social media, but this time it's just different, you know? I've noticed as I got older that I have less pictures with people that mean more to me than people that don't, if that makes sense. So me and Morgan have probably only a handful of pictures together, but we spent so much time together growing up, like in high school. It was unreal. We were always together 24-7, but even when we see each other now, we're not just like dying to take pictures together. And I would say that my relationship is definitely the same way. We have our pictures together, but we don't have like a ton because we're always just living in the moment together. And and that's what I think we should all strive for. You know what I mean? Like in all types of relationships, manifest the type of people into your life that make you feel like you just don't want to be on your phone. Okay, so back to my relationship goal, and that's to schedule things on the calendar that we genuinely enjoy doing together, but we always find pushing off to the side. So for example, I do yoga every single day, but Ben really likes to do yoga. I just do it sometimes without him or I forget to ask. But whenever we do it together, we're always really happy that we did do it together. And so just writing on the calendar, do yoga one time a week and picking the day that you guys are going to do it together for that week. There's a lot more power in writing things down. And I think we all probably know this by now, but just physically putting it on the calendar or setting a reminder for that day to make sure that it happens is really important. And my motivating factor behind that goal and I think the ending result is building a stronger relationship. When we set out to do something together and we achieve it, it just makes a relationship stronger. Even if it's something as simple as not watching TV while you eat dinner together and then doing it for one night and seeing the difference in how you guys interact with each other, it's crazy different. And just setting those little tiny goals and achieving them together We'll just build and build and build and eventually you guys could move mountains together. Okay, so now I have some personal goals that I want to share with you guys. And a lot of these I've already been doing for the last couple of months. 
my dog is kicking me right now. A lot of these I have been doing for the last couple of months, if not half a year, I would say for some of them. So the first one is to fully embody nutrition. And I feel like and I feel like in the past, my main goal has always been fitness and I've always been decently good at nutrition, but not perfect at it. And now I really want to figure out everything about nutrition. I want to figure out how to properly store my vegetables and which ones cannot be combined together and the proper way to cut and slice certain things. And I have actually been doing this for a while now. So last year, my New Year's goal was to make more things from scratch and stop buying processed items such as fajita seasoning. I literally have not bought fajita seasoning in so long because I made up a big mason jar of my own and I make my own salad dressings and brownies and banana bread and all of that stuff. And I've really learned over the course of the last year that my body responds so much better when I am cooking my own food. And now I'm to the point where going out to eat does not even sound appetizing to me because I love preparing my own meals and I love cooking for myself and knowing exactly what I'm putting into my body. But I would say over the last several months since like October, I have really, really focused in on this and just really trying to be cautious of all the things that I'm consuming, but not to the point where I beat myself up if I have Dairy Queen because because honestly, Dairy Queen is such a rare occurrence for me now. I prefer to just have like banana ice cream, which is just almond milk and frozen bananas in a blender. And I prefer that over having Dairy Queens. So I think that this journey of nutrition and this goal that I've set for myself is something that is always going to be ever-changing because just in the last couple of years, my nutrition has changed a lot. I recently actually have gone back to eating vegetarian, which is amazing and my body loves it. I'm getting off topic like I always do, Jesus. Anyways, so setting this goal of fully embodying nutrition has made me so far realize that my body is the only body that I get and I get to choose the foods that fuel it. It's my choice and it's in the control of myself and I've been doing that for the last year and I feel like this goal is just ongoing and I just want to step it up this year and make shit happen even more than I already have for myself in the nutrition aspect of things. Okay, this is the last goal that I'm going to share with you and a lot of you are probably going to laugh at me as I say this one, but another goal that I have for myself is to just be happier. And just saying that out loud just kind of sounds like immeasurable because you can't schedule being happy into your calendar necessarily. I mean, you totally could, but here is how I'm going to achieve that. I notice I know the things that make me feel happy. So how I'm going to measure it is by making all of those things little goals in my day to achieve. Because when I'm happy, then I make other people around me happy. And as a result, the world is just a better place. Like I talked about in my second episode, your mood has the power to affect everybody else. Even if you don't say anything, the energy that you're giving off will affect others the people that you are surrounding yourself with. So if you're happy, the world is happy. And when I think about that as a really big concept of my life, it makes me 
happy. It honestly makes me so happy because in the simplest form, you don't have to be miserable and you don't have to be sad if you don't want to. I understand that there are people that struggle with depression and anxiety, but you get to choose and you get to decide and make a list of things that make you happy. Like I've said before, that's something that nobody else can take away from you because happiness to you looks different than it does to the next person and the next person and the next person. And that just cannot be taken away from you. So prioritize your happiness and make yourself a priority this year. And just by doing this podcast is exactly a measurable goal of how I'm going to make myself happier because I'm happiest when I am sharing all of this that's channeling through me to you guys. And I am happiest when you guys tell me how much it impacts you and how much of a difference it's making to you. Even if it's just a small handful of people that are listening, I don't care. I literally don't care. Take whatever you need away from this episode and remember that you don't need the new year to start your goals if you're listening to this after New Year's Day. And if you are, I hope I have motivated you to reassess your goals or to start something new in your life. So I think I covered everything that I wanted to talk about in this episode. I know it was a lot, but I really hope that you guys were able to take something away from this. My dog is nudging me right now. He really wants to play and I've been sitting down recording this for so long. So I think I'm going to wrap things up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate your guys' support and I love you guys all so much. And don't forget what I said in the beginning of the episode, which is the path of contentment and fulfillment and satisfaction and your kryptonite is going to be comparison you got to stop comparing yourself to other people and you have to be on your own journey so i really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode please leave me a review in the apple store if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts. i would really appreciate it a lot and my dog is nudging me even more so i have to go okay love you guys bye (laughs)